that that is a Russian disinformation campaign. Which today we learned was all due to Russian trolls. Hey everyone, this is Austin. And this is Jasmine. And this is Russian Disinformation. So today we have a special guest on and it's our good friend Jess. I've known personally known just since like what junior high no before junior high we went to church together with Maisie holy shit we've known each other since like I want to say like fourth grade and then we also played ball together in junior high and then also I think in high school too in the um in the rec leagues can't remember exactly it's all really blurry but we've known each other for probably about 20 years now for a long time holy shit it has been 20 years so we've known each other forever and uh, she is here today to discuss the age of Aquarius. And we're going to kind of dive in and see all the weird, eerie par- uh, parallels on how the elites over at Davos, our boys at the World Economic Forum, are trying to usher in the new world order. She's going to go through all the different planets, their conjunctions. Is it conjunctions or junctures? Junctures. And we're just going to give our speculation. It's going to be very light and uh fun and this is gonna be great jess can you give us a little uh can you give us a little intro or a little about me about what you do and what you specialize in um yeah so basically i'm a gemini so we'll start with that so i do a little bit of everything and i feel like i can't stick to one thing um so i initially started teaching yoga and that was kind of the gateway drug into all of this but I also have been you know dibbing and dabbing into astrology since I was a kid so I don't know once everybody else got into it because hello age of Aquarius now everyone's like "Uh, what's my sign mom what's my birth time so that kind of led into getting a little bit deeper into astrology yoga um, spirituality and chakras so anything spiritual, anything energy, I'm into it. Um, sexual energy, all of it. I feel like there is no filter. And as a Gemini, I'm trying to be a master of all of them, but I'm kind of just, my, my toes are kind of in each pond because commitment issues are a thing. So I don't really know how deep you want me to go into who I am or where I'm about, but I'm sure throughout the podcast, you guys will get a little bit of a... A little bit of a taste. You could shout your handles out in your business. Oh, okay, okay. Look at you. <laughs> Multiple streams of income. Oh, cart. So uh, my business page is at self soul spiritual or self soul spiritual.com. And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the things. But really, my biggest platform is Instagram. So it's Jessica Ness with three S's and Jessica. So people are like, is it Jesse Canes? Like, is it Jessica Nessa? Like, no, Jessica Ness, the art or the state of being Jessica. But three S's stand for self, soul, spiritual. So, boom. Oh, I love that. I never I know. connected the We've dots. Been... Connect. Say that one more time, Jess. I never connected the dots with the username. I like it. Oh, yeah. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> uh so Jess's Instagram is pretty cool. She has a bunch of uh, 
memes, like self-help memes that really call you out and put you on the spot. So if you ever really want to feel personally attacked, may I recommend watching her stories? <laughs> she also has a really cool podcast called The Daily Digest, and it is on Spotify and Apple, right? Yeah, it's on all of them. And so it's Daily Digest, D-I-J-E-S-S-T. Um, yeah, but it's on all major. It's on Google Podcasts. Apple, Stitcher, a bunch of them. Awesome. So today, what we're going to first talk about is I found this awesome bio from one of my followers, and it really resonated with me. And I was like, oh, wow, it really kind of ties into what's going on personally in my life and what and with the new world order. And I'm just going to read it real quick. And it says, I just want to grill used to give a shit, came to the realization the people we were trying to save actually deserve the new world order. And the reason why that really like resonates with me is because I really get into it with my mom and God bless her soul. I love this woman so much. She's probably one of the smartest people I ever met in my entire life. And I borderline, I don't worship her, but you know, I'm a, I'm a mommy's girl. Well, we get into it because we read i sent her that time article about the shadow campaign that helped um fortify and i'm going to put fortify in air quotes fortify the election to uh overturn trump and i, I just a little background about that uh about that uh, article just did you happen to see that on my stories by chance or did you kind of skip I through that skimmed, it's a lot. but yeah i kind of was already like aware of like the background with astrology but yeah yeah yeah. So real quick for people who don't know about that time article. So it's the sum it up. It is a cabal. And this is not my words. This is their words on the time magazine. It is a fever, fever dream of a cabal of elites, tech companies, corporations, politicians on both sides of the aisle colluding together to, to uh, protect the proper outcome of the election so it's just it's just this huge for me self-admittance of what they did to the election this past uh this past election cycle and they all colluded to just usurp trump essentially and i sent that to my mom and my mom i asked her i was like hey what do you think of this and she's like i gotta read i gotta break actually bring up this text because it's fucking infuriating give me a second Jasmine, do you want to add something into that before I bring it up? I just feel like no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, uh, if there is a group of elitist people who are controlling us, who have a proper, air quotes, candidate in mind, we should all be low-key like, wait, why? Why do you need this person in? And um, it kind of goes into what Jess is going to be talking about, how it's all it seems like what we're dealing with now currently in the political arena is what's going on on such a bigger level in our entire universe. So watching everything fall into place is kind of scary. And people like your mom who don't even think that there's any collusion or unrest or that something bigger is going to come of this it's just really alarming and kind of upsetting and makes you feel like a crazy person to even talk about it when people don't even see what we see remotely. Yeah, it is pretty crazy. And it's like, 
I think a lot of it too is that her and I live in completely separate realities. And, and that's really what it comes down to. Like we're, it's literally like we're living in different planes of existence because like I said, I, from this, I told her that this is just, uh, it, it was just an admittance of the rigging of the election. It's not fortifying. It's an, it's a legit rig. And then this is her response. She goes, I got that. That's an admission of u- using influence and mobilization to protect the integrity of an election from a person who is knowingly corrupt and would do anything in his power to win at all costs, potentially damaging our democracy. Mobilization and alliances are acceptable parts of politics. Many of the organizations were simply protecting black and marginalized voters, which is who Trump was targeting. It's not rigging, it's protecting votes. Which I find hilarious because Trump has had the, the most votes of any Republican within the minority community. Like the Latinos community came out in full force. 30% of their votes went to Trump himself, which is mind boggling. And then with the black vote, it was 15% of the male black vote for Trump. And I'm sure it's even more than that because I, I don't even want to dive into like Mike Lindell's whole uh documentary about flipping votes and dominion and scorecard and everything that's just a completely different podcast episode but the point being is it's like she sees this as an okay thing like she doesn't see it as rigging or uh as they can as they say as a conspiracy theory she thinks that it's just perfectly fine and honestly i'm kind of like over trying to red pill her because she's just out right refusing to accept it like i know she's not stupid i know she sees it she just outright refuses to accept it and really i kind of just hope that the cabal just takes her down (laughs) because fuck my mom at this point like it's driving me crazy (laughs) she just sees a means to an end and doesn't really care how we get there but it's so much more than just who we vote for or who's pretty much the face of the country or who's just a talking head, she needs to see that there's like a bigger underlying force behind a senile old man who is in control of our country with the stroke of a pen and who's actually behind him feeding him what is coming next. And that goes into the whole age of Aquarius and kind of the scary connections with what our planets are doing right now. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing because I kind of like dug into a little bit of the history of the age of Aquarius. So for, and correct me if I'm wrong, Jess, but with the age of Aquarius or any age of any sign, it takes, it's about 2000 years and the age of Aquarius kind of got ushered in around the 20th, between the 20th century and the 21st century. And from the research that I saw, there isn't like an actual consensus when it started, but there is like a transition period of three to 400 years between the age of Pisces to the age of Aquarius. And the first signs of the age of Aquarius was probably back in like uh, the 1960s with the feminist movement and that cultural revolution. <gasps> commies! <laughs> the commies coming in. <laughs> no, you're... You're absolutely right. So the age of Aquarius, you're going to look it up. You're going to find like 21 days of it. You're going to find years of it. You're going to find centuries of it. And ultimately, you just have to look at the the big planets. And when there's a lot of them in Aquarius that kind of have defining moments of the age of Aquarius. But yes, it's like 2000 years. Like we're going to go through the ups and downs. And funny thing, though, because you're talking about your mom, most of our mothers also have their Saturn in Aquarius. It's every like 29 oh, years. 
So I don't know how old your mom was, but usually people anywhere from like 28 to 32 is when you go through your Saturn return and you have your first one when you're like 28, 32. Next one is like, what, like 58 something. Um, so I feel like my kids right now, Saturn and Aquarius, they're going to be fucking over here on their podcast, like fucking <laughs> roasting me in 28 years. Like this bitch can't get with the program. Like, <laughs> So we are all under this like weird umbrella of weird and what we think is right. Yeah, yeah, exactly what we think is right. Because I'm not, I'm like me and Jasmine and you are probably like not, and everyone listening, I'm assuming, we're all not shills and we all know what reality is. Like that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at, (laughs) which is very, go ahead. I feel like we're a pretty free thinking group here of people and we can kind of see the bigger picture and not just go with the narrative so it kind of helped understand all of this and then also let's just kind of give what our signs are our sun moon and rising if there's any little astrology people in here and it'll probably kind of explain everything so for me personally i am an aquarius my i was born on abraham lincoln's birthday and charles darwin which is tomorrow yay so i am an aquarius sun i'm an aquarius moon and i'm a libra rising so i'm just all air i'm an airhead (laughs) so you're weird yeah so i'm fucking weird i don't know if anyone caught that caught on yet um i'm a leo sun a cancer moon and a gemini rising so i'm just a hot mess emotional (laughs) i think i'm the shit but then i go cry in my car (laughs) you do (laughs) Girl, same. We have the same, we have like the opposites. So I'm a Gemini sun with a Pisces moon. <laughs> fuck. And I'm a Leo rising. So we're mm-hmm. like flip flop. So I have all the air, water, and fire. None of us in this group <laughs> have Earth. So <laughs> exactly. We're not grounded at all. Yeah. I mean, I could talk a lot of shit about Earth signs though, but I'll, I'll refrain. <laughs> I mean, about that earth sign. I'm not about being grounded at all or rigid or stuff. Well, I'm stubborn, but not like a Taurus stubborn. Anyway, I'll let that one. <laughs> I'll let that one go. <laughs> so, Jess, what planet do you want to talk about first? I think that we should um, go off of what you just said um, with the stubbornness, um, because all of us. Um, have this thing we all have a root chakra okay so this is developed between the ages of zero to three and you don't even have cognitive learning before that because you don't have any memories if you do i don't know i have some memories from that age but but they're not good so it's more like traumatizing (laughs) the ones that really stick right the spicy ones right When I work with my clients, we all talk about the root chakra first. And if you look at like, I don't know, there's so many things that we could get into. But if you look at like the frequencies that you can listen to, you like work your way up. So it's like 90 hertz. You get up into the crown. Once you get up into the crown chakra, you're in 900s, 800s. But you don't just want to start there. So let's start with like ages of zero to three and really talking about the root chakra, which we're just going to dive in because that is our Saturn placement. Saturn, which I just talked about, our Saturn return is going to throw us for a fucking loop because we're going to be here for about two and a half years. And what it does the first time we have a Saturn return 
is it sheds our youth and we become adults. So all three of us, I'm pretty sure, have our Saturn and Aquarius. And fun fact, so if you're still following along, Aquarius is ruled by both Uranus and Saturn. If you look at it, if you just look at it for face value, it's going to be Uranus. It's going to be the crown chakra. It's going to be space cadet. But the reason why um, Aquarius is ruled by Saturn is because Saturn is structure and what governs us. So Aquarius said, bet, let's do everything opposite of what the fuck you think you're going to put this structure in my head. So they're going to be like, Uranus is the god of heaven so that's our spirituality so if you ever met an aquarius hello austin they're out there they're the conspiracy theorists they're the ones that are like you're gonna tell me what to do and i'm gonna be like i'm gonna either do the opposite or i'm going to question you until you just leave me the fuck alone because i'm gonna do things my way regardless so that root chakra being from zero to three is really the essence of like where our structure came from how safe we feel how we do things it's like oh well my family just does things this way or you know whoever took care of you when you were little now that we're in this age group of 28 to 32 which hopefully you know a lot of you have either already gone through your saturn return or are in it you're like oh my god i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> this is a lot well it's the most beautiful shit show that you can have so I'm already what we're in it we're only like two and a half months in and I'm like please please stop but we're here until March 2023 so we're getting into Saturn Saturn is an Aquarius again but Saturn rules Capricorn which is an earth sign so let's talk about a little bit of earth with all of us do you guys have anything to add with you know saturn aquarius everything i just said Go ahead, I do it's, um it's funny how you said it lasts two and a half years and if we relate that back to politics that's when midterm elections kind of start and things can kind of change if we've all grown the past two years maybe we can um open up our minds and realize what's going on around us and grow at least for our generation and people who are going through their, um, what is, what is it called? The your Saturn, Saturn return. Great awakening. <laughs> well, for us, it's a great awakening, but then the Saturn return. So in our little conspiracy theory land, it's the great awakening, but planetary it's Saturn return. So like you said, two and a half years from now, it, maybe we're given these challenges for these next two years in order to grow and not just, personally but as society and just uh being and as well you know what i mean like our whole country earth just people who are from our age range and generation kind of the millennials elder millennials i guess are all growing as one through this yeah like this isn't our first economic crisis either so <laughs> you know what you said that we're like oh my god we have no idea what we're doing i felt that and that oh shit i'm am i muted no i'm not muted okay so it's so we have no idea what's going on it's not our first economic crisis and i i kind of just resonated with that um and i'm trying to think like on the woke side like how would the left kind of view this and i think they probably see it as a good shakeup and trying to dismantle what we have been doing you know what i mean 
Yeah, I agree with that, too, that it's a changing of the status quo and kind of breaking down what we've considered normal for so long and building onto something new, whether it be good or bad. It's just us as people are all going through this big change kind of at the same time. All right, Jess, what's what else do you got for us? Um, so the next chakra is your sacral chakra, which this is a very controversial place because it is the womb space. So all of us, you know, um, I don't know if you all identify as women because that's a thing. Um, this is where we talk about our sexuality, sensuality, and how we birth creativity, birth babies. All of us have birth babies in this podcast room. So your sacral energy, do you guys want to guess the planet? Venus. That's what I was going to say. Pluto. (laughs) The planet of destruction for transformation so in order to birth something something else has to die so what has died for us right now i am at a coffee shop that has childcare because my freedom is rest in peace gone okay so also that womb space is never going to be the same and that's why right now with this age of aquarius we see people who are doing yoni steams we, we see people who are doing sacral chakra work by doing sacred women womb work. So this sacral chakra being with Pluto, which all of us in this room, (laughs) okay, let's just talk about millennials because that's where the term millennial comes from, is from Pluto. Pluto is in there for about 10 years. So we, all of us in this room, Pluto and Scorpio. Scorpio is ruled by Pluto. If you know a Scorpio, they're the goth, they're the dark humor. So if you look back in the 90s, if you look back into the music, this is the Avril Lavigne, Paramore, grunge look, nails, dirty, black, chipping off. Like, we are like, LOL, that's funny because we were born in the fucking dark, okay? So you want to come at me with some dark humor? Like, that's where that's where I live. We're like the bane. Like I was born in the dark. Like that's this is us. <laughs> so also, I want you guys to. This is gonna get kind of serious, but this is a lot of the PCOS. Okay, this is a lot of the stuff that's going on with our reproduction because I know a lot of people my age. I'm gonna be 30 this year. A lot of people that I know around my age have PCOS or fertility issues or their periods are irregular. Think about where that comes from. Pluto in Scorpio or our sacral chakra being out of whack or not balanced or blocked. So do you guys have anything to add? I kind of have a spicy question for this. Yes. Do you think with like the whole... Okay, this this is pretty spicy, so I don't want to offend anybody. But do you think that the whole trans thing and kind of tearing down what it means to be a biological woman is kind of feeding off of this, like to where people, quote unquote, get periods, people give birth? It's kind of tearing down the importance of what makes a woman a woman. This is a, you know, it is a spicy question, but no, I totally get, I get where your thought process is going because, you know, we talk about gender, we talk about sex, we talk about kind of just like stripping 
the labels and mm -hmm. kind of just being right and that's a lot of the that's a lot of the Aquarius or age of Aquarius energy like if you think about the um I can't remember the movie I think it's called like gamer where like everybody is in that simulation and like you could be this like person at home like in someone's different body mm -hmm. um playing ready, ready player one I think so so we can be whoever we want to be, whether it's a man wanting to be a woman, a woman wanting to be a man. Um, but if you go back to like biologically, so this might fuck you guys up. Okay. I'm ready. Let's talk about birth control really quick. So birth control, a woman is born with all of the eggs that they will ever be born with. And whatever we put into our bodies or our mothers have put into their bodies, hence, birth control that maybe wasn't as regulated by the FDA as it used to be, all of those eggs got micro doses of birth control. So think about what estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, what hormones do to a body that's also doing to eggs inside of a mother. So some people, if you guys look up mother wound, um, it's a lot of it's a lot of karmic shit. Okay, what moms are putting in their body. I mean doing it because what doctors said it was okay. People say like I don't want to I have a, a choice. I am pro choice. I don't want babies. I do want the birth control. I want to be able to have them when it's my time. But we have to think about the quote unquote consequences for the things that we put into our body. So a lot of people are age that was when birth control came out around the times that our mothers were consuming those things. So that's with the PCOS or some people who um, want to argue that transgender is like a something mental or something that has to do with um, a hormone makeup because hormone imbalance is very real. So if you're born as a boy mm -hmm. with your part, but you think inside your head that you are a girl, that's a lot of hormonal makeup and what we put into our body or what was already there to begin with so from a sacral chakra and pluto standpoint it's destruction for transformation and how we transform the darkness whatever we have in the dark is going to come to light and that's what these things politically government all of that so i also have a baby here so shout out to my baby but <laughs> she's so freaking cute though i want everyone to know that i'm watching a baby and it makes me want to have a baby don't do it but uh it's a trap I, no i know it's a it's a trap no thanks i i finally have my kids in school and out of diapers and cooking their own damn meals <laughs> so <laughs> i can finally have my kids go play outside and not have to really worry about it um but it's interesting that I brought this up last night in our chat about Pluto being in Capricorn for the next three years. Uh, so Pluto, Pluto is the planet of destruction. It is the planet of also transformation. But with Pluto in Capricorn, I remember hearing that uh, Capricorn. Okay, back up. Capricorn is the sign of like tradition and politics, and then you have Pluto coming into Capricorn, uh, into Capricorn, and kind of hanging out for the next three years. Um, it kind of got me thinking with Pluto in Capricorn. So Pluto fucking up Capricorn, fucking up politics. I kind of wonder if this has to tie into the whole Great Reset or agenda 2030 because or and the fourth industrial revolution whatever you want to whatever the hell you want to call it so i wonder if right now if people aren't aware the world economic forum and all the globalist elites are trying to do uh, an entire economic reset 
they're trying to essentially just fuck everything up and say, oh, we're going to start from a clean slate. So I wonder if with Pluto and Cap, if that has something to tie into it. And it's kind of weird how it all plays out. You know what I mean? And I also saw and I also saw that Pluto is also the uh, pl- the planet of like plagues. And the last time that Pluto was in Capricorn was in like the 1920s. And that's when we had the Spanish flu. And now that Pluto is back in Capricorn, we're experiencing COVID. Coincidence. Yeah, it's funny you say that. I have that on my paper <laughs> next is the Saturn conjuncting Pluto and how that that like duo happens every 30 years. So talking about the early 80s, um, the AIDS yeah. pan- epidemic, and then the Spanish flu was the 30 years before that yeah. or two two cycles before that. Um, but yeah, these, and just like I said, we started with root chakra sacral from Saturn to Pluto. So both of those being intertwined that is our root chakra to our sacral which is the ages zero to three to three to seven i just want you to to kind of i don't know uh, mind play this imaginary situation so from zero to three your parents dress you into this costume right whatever they want you to look like three to seven is like i'm going to wear whatever the fuck i want i'm gonna wear this costume to fucking the grocery store, to school, outside, to bed, four days straight. I don't even care what it smells like. This is... That's me now. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, So we have to think about how those two play together. So like you said, with Saturn and Pluto, which Saturn is, or with Saturn and Capricorn. So Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. And this is the planet of structure and money and success. So if you want to talk about government and politics and then into the sacral chakra, which is Pluto, it's like, take that bitch down. We got to demolish that building to put a new fucking thing there. So this, I mean, just like I'm a natal astrologer and I read people's charts, they say that millionaires don't have astrologists, but billionaires do. You don't think that there's astrologers in the fucking White House right now? They know what the fuck they're doing, okay? Like, they know how, they're like, oh, election day? Boom, put that there on this full moon or on this conjunction. Like, they know what the fuck they're doing. No, that was, but I was going to say, what was the big three planetary alignment that was just in November? Like, literally over election day? Oh, yeah, the Saturn, December 21st, wasn't that? Oh, that that was tied into Q, right? girl something i don't even know there's so many fucking things that it was it was election day but if you there's so much to fucking get into because if you look at joe biden's chart you can look at the eighth house you can look at different houses your eighth house is your scorpio energy or that pluto so death sex taxes and you can also look at people's like what their career is supposed to be on a certain day and there was nothing in his house, I think it was like the fifth house. I can't remember which house, but I was listening to a podcast where someone was saying like, he's low key not supposed to win because he's not supposed to even like live this long. Like there's nothing in that house on that day. Like just like, okay, for example, your second house, you guys can look this up later. You can see what planets are in that house to see how it's going to affect you. So your second house is like your Taurus energy or Venus and Taurus is very much like taking care of the house having security or for us women motherhood I have no planets there but guess what is there my fucking Lilith sign 
my fucking black moon, okay? So everything that motherhood is supposed to teach me is darkness and how to transmute darkness into light. And my Lilith is in Capricorn. Hello, back to Saturn, back to Capricorn, the structure of my life. Let's just, I'm like, oh, I have a plan. And they're like, <laughs> LOL, just kidding, bitch. Drop the plan. My Pluto, because- my second house is Pluto and Scorpio. <laughs> I to bring that up. <laughs> So you have to really like take those things into consideration. Like when you're thinking about the government, when you're thinking about the people that they have placed there as far as puppets, because when it comes to politics, it's like left and right wing are still the wings on the same bird. Like we think that we're like getting around it or we know more than the other side or like this is what they're doing to peg us against each other. And that's why like I'm like, yo, you better figure some shit out for yourself before they figure it out for you. And that's when we get into that fluoride talk, that third eye, pineal gland fucking calcified as shit so maybe our parents at one point like your mom maybe she was woke yeah but then society was like hey we're gonna throw at you on tv what to eat what to think what to feel and then after a while it just becomes like normal so right now we're all like woke as shit and then who knows like 28 years we're gonna be like you know what maybe they got a point but hopefully not i mean you're an aquarius you'll probably be like fuck that i'm still i'm still asking questions yeah i was gonna say going back to joe biden's chart i actually did listen to a podcast that said he wasn't supposed to win but trump wasn't either but if you look at kamala's chart she is a champion the winner um like very successful so they were actually hinting at the fact that she will end up taking over. So when you brought that up, I totally remember reading that too. Yeah, that shit's wild. It's wild. And getting into um, the next, I'm going to go change my baby's diaper in childcare, but I'm going to leave you with this, okay? Because the next chakra is our solar plexus, okay? So this is ages seven to 14. This is your sun and your Mars because it is ruled by fire, the fire element. So this is really... um, If you want to talk about Mars, so right now Mars is in Taurus until like March 3rd or 4th. That's why all of us have been feeling like we want to eat and sleep. Like Mars does not like being in Taurus, that earth and that fire. That's like all of us being like, hey, let's just go like outside and like sit there for a minute. And we're like, the fuck? Like I have shit to do. Like I have stuff to talk about. And it's like, no, just be quiet. It's like, well, I'm going to fucking just eat and sleep then. So your solar plexus is also your confidence. So go back to the narrative with the costume. Seven to 14 is like someone told you at school that that wasn't cool anymore. And so you're like, damn, I can't wear my favorite fucking shit. Or if you're the free thinker or you're like, fuck it, then you're like, I'm going to do this no matter what people say or do. And that's like where bullying comes in, cyberbullying. And if you look at the chakras, that's why the age of like suicide Um, has actually gone into the the 7 to 14 range is because they started to like open chakras too early because of the internet or because they wanted to see something online and you know oh I don't look like that girl so boom like I know how to use a gun I know how to do crazy shit and you know I don't mean to be morbid it's just the fact of the matter that 7 to 14 is such a huge age, which is when um, a lot of the bullying that happened to me happened. And it creates this huge narrative for us. So think about your Mars sign, your sun sign, the fire in you, your drive. So I'm going to leave you guys to talk a little bit about that. And I'm going to go change my baby's diaper. That's actually so crazy about the exposure to the internet and technology and how it is actually changing suicide rates. Because we've discussed before about how um, the internet 
and just technology in general has really made our society worse off than it's done good. And if you mix the suicide rates with COVID and what we're seeing, it's all aligning and coming together. And to see how the planets influence what's actually happening or mirror it, even if you don't believe it fully, it's pretty jarring to actually sit back and look at everything. On top of she said that Mars is in Taurus until March 4th, which is like some weird cute drop date. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) They're saying Trump will come back by March 4th. That'd be fucking wild. Like... (laughs) You know what? I mean? Like for like for astrology, for me personally, like I, I have a I have a hard time believing it. But at like the same time, when you see shit like lining up like this, it's kind of wild not to believe it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, the thing is, if you trust science, quote unquote, our universe has to be impacted somewhat by what's around us. It's just all intertwined. To think that. Earth is the only thing that matters, or it's kind of like with aliens. If you don't think they're a psyop, <laughs> um. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, no, I, like you're so minuscule. If you look at the size of Earth compared to Jupiter or anything, we're just minuscule nothingness. So to think that other planets don't have life or influence or anything is all as into one is just kind of crazy not to think about it. But a lot of people don't even go down that route or go past their sun sign to even dig deeper. So having just talk about all this is like, whoa, that's crazy because it's not like we've all talked about this beforehand. We just have brought our own personal knowledge into it and it's just connecting the dots. Yeah. Like any conspiracy theory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're like, okay, we're connecting the plan. The plans all together. Yeah. Trust the plan, everybody. Yeah. So what was, what I was going to say, uh, with, with, I'm kind of, kind of have to, I'm going to have to circle back with the elites and the age of Aquarius. So just kind of sum up, I, I don't think we touched on this earlier. So the age of Aquarius is supposed to be like the revolution, uh, a revolution. Everyone is going to be, com- it's going to be more communal. The individual is going to be part of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? um collective okay yeah you know what i mean yeah so it's kind of it's kind of wild to think that because with with the world economic forum and the great reset and agenda the 2030 like whatever you want to call it like that's that's their mo like that's to make everybody make it inclusive you know they're all using their stupid fucking buzzwords and they have it marketed so beautifully that it's really hard to deny the uh to deny like all their all the things that they want as a as um as not a good idea but with the age of aquarius i was listening last night that it's also a revolution in technology and that people are going to start digging their heels in and not wanting to transform and i think that has something to do with taurus Mm -hmm. if i remember correctly i bet she knows a little bit more but um this dude was talking about how people need to start letting go of the past and moving forward and accepting AI and everything into their lives. And it's like, well, I get that. Like that's, that's the logical next step Mm -hmm. in this as us, as a society. But when you actually dig into what 
what they want over at the World Economic Forum. Like one of their things is like they want to blur the lines between what's human and what's machine. You're going to you're the, like one of their taglines is you're going to you're not going to be able to tell the difference. You know what I mean? Well, that's not good. No, it's not. And how said, um, like the birth control thing and how that has potentially impacted what we're seeing now imagine if we do kind of connect ai with our own brain and our own uh way of thinking and just way of life and how that's going to impact 20 30 years down the road people look at the next step and science and um all these as development and growth but when you go back in history you always see something that looked like a good idea at the time and then we're seeing now that things we chose to do in the past weren't the best yeah like communism so- <laughs> like it's it, like it sounds great like I, I we had this conversation the other day like I was in you know ninth grade or whatever and we're lear- learning about all these different political ideologies and the, my teacher was talking about communism and how everyone it, you live on a commune everyone pitches in and you know they take what you give and they spread it out equally to people everything's equitable you know if you don't know watch out for the word equitable it's not the same as equality equitable Mm -hmm. and equality is not the same thing anyway so i remember thinking like oh this sounds legit you know why doesn't this work and then we learned about russia and i was like oh and the fucking economy in general yeah and like and i also grew up you know what i mean like people don't understand (laughs) that people suck and we're all individuals and there's no way that people can come together in such large numbers I mean, if anyone's aware, they, if you aren't aware, there's this thing called Dunbar's number and they've done studies. And if it's over 150 people, the collective falls apart. Yeah. Greed is just a human trait. Yeah. And it's never going to go away. It's just like racism, like bigotry. All this shit is never going to go away. It's more just dealing with it. You know what I mean? But anyway, so with like the age of Aquarius, it's like you hear all this stuff about, oh, is this going to be a technological revolution? Everyone's going to become a collective and the, uh, you know, I'm an Aquarius and I like totally vibe with all this shit that they're talking about. But at the same time, it's like, let's fucking not do that. <laughs> the funny part is, is that people on both sides of the spectrum, the leftists and the patriots are right. Both are looking forward to a revolution and changing the status quo, but in opposite directions. So everybody's talking about revolution, change, a big ushering in new normals in a way, but it's completely different. So it is kind of wild to watch everybody wanting something different and wanting progression, but in different directions. And it's really going to be crazy to see where this goes and it's not just america there's uprisings all over the whole world oh yeah with all these covid lockdowns it's pretty wild yeah and with covid and the plague and all of the dates adding up with what was going on in the planets it's wild and what i was uh talking about before with the alignment that was happening on election day it was the same exact planetary alignment that happened with bush versus gore Oh, shit, really? As with election inconsistencies and overturning and all of that. So to look at that is like, what the heck? And people before the election were saying there was going to be inconsistencies, issues with machines, technology would be going down, 
So to see these people predicting it beforehand and it all coming to fruition would be kind of naive to not even look into what is going on in the planets. Yeah. And, uh, you know, also what she said about the millionaires and the billionaires. Um, it's, it's funny that she says that millionaires don't have astrologers, but billionaires do. Because when you actually think about it, all these billionaires are in some big ass satanic cabal. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like when I when she mentioned that, all I thought was fucking Podesta and all his child <laughs> rape art. <laughs> like, oh yeah, and fucking PizzaGate because they're all in, like they're all in it. Well, not all of them, but you know what I mean. Like we know the conspiracy behind it. We know the story about it, and they're all practicing occult shit. Like that's what every like, that's what like Hitler did. Hitler dabbled in the occult, so it makes it always made me wonder. Like you hear all these stories about these politicians literally selling their soul to the devil and then all of a sudden they get, get power. And it's like, I wonder if there's something to it. Is it actually a spiritual thing? And my just real quick so people understand the context that I'm saying, I am not religious. I am spiritual, I guess you can say, but I don't believe in Christianity. I don't believe in any type of Judeo-Christian thing. Um, I just think there's just something more and I don't know what it is and I'm perfectly okay with that don't come at me in my dms I really don't give a shit anyway um but like is there actually something to that like are people really selling their soul to some negative vibration and then all of a sudden they come to power or is it just you know Occam's razor it's just as simple as they all have fucking blackmail in each other and they use this blackmail against each other to help each other out instead of like just being decent people and helping each other out you know what I mean Austin oh sorry yes can I ask a question really quick go ahead do you know Spanish no I'm really awful at being Mexican I just make good flour tortillas okay um do you know how to say the days of the week in Spanish or Jasmine oh don't put me on the spot no. like this. I know some. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I can, I can, I can just, I'm just trying to answer your question yeah. really quick in a way that's going to like blow Go your fucking it. mind. Okay. Because spirit, spirituality, really all it is is us connected to whatever is outside of us. So it's being connected to the inside, being connected to the outside, whatever that means that you believe in. Um, so Monday, Lunas is ruled by the what? Moon. Luna means the moon, okay? Tuesday, Martes. Mars. Mars. Wednesday, Miracles. Mercury. Thursday, when we get into like, what is it? It starts with a J. Jupiter. Yeah, it's like, I can't remember. But yeah, so Jupiter, which is today. So Jupiter is like the planet of expansion. So like even the days of the week are connected to planets and what you should or shouldn't be doing. So like Mars being the planet of action. We should start our weeks on Tuesday. I don't know why Monday, which is the moon, which is emotions. That's why people was like, uh, another manic Monday. Like oh, that's that a real sense. fucking thing. Yeah. Real fucking thing. And then Friday, which is Venus, is Venus. And then Saturday, Saturn, and then Sunday is the sun. So even that, like you want to talk about elite, you want to talk about millionaire versus billionaire. Really, it's just like how deep you want to go down that rabbit hole of like how the energy in this world controls our beings, whether we're made up of earth, water, fire, air, ether, light, 
And that's why I was going up the chakras because we start with earth and then we get into that water because sacral is the water. And then mm -hmm. I got into the fire. So even the days of the week, if you want to talk about like, oh, that's witchcraft, like everything is low key fucking witchcraft. Like everything that we do right. is something spiritual. Yeah. And that's, and that's like, that's, that's my thing too. It's like, I've had some crazy, I've told you about my crazy spiritual experiences, like with my dad, like making my kid, me not die. Cause I was thinking about him and I almost, I literally almost died in a car accident. And for some reason I snapped out of my thing. Like it was just totally not like, it was just really weird. And then I have like dreams about like my grandfather dying. And then I woke up to news that he died that night, like just shit like that. So it's really hard for me not to believe that they're spirits. It's really hard for me to believe that manifestation is not real because it, I've manifested shit before. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just hard for me to believe it at the same time. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the Aquarius yeah. part of you that wants to question Probably. everything no matter what. I definitely believe in the spirit realm and I'm not religious either, but I definitely believe in souls and reincarnation and I definitely think our planets play a big role in what we see and deal with on Earth. And I feel like this kind of confirms it in a way because Jess doesn't know everything about the conspiracies that we know but she does know about the planets and what she's saying aligns so perfectly that like i said before it would be crazy not to even consider the fact that they are related yeah exactly and the chakra shit <laughs> is really weird too i don't know man it's it's a lot but let's let's move on so what else do you have for us just all right so the next one is our heart chakra which is ruled by Venus. Venus is a goddess of love. And Venus rules both um, Libra and Taurus. So it's this weird thing because Libra is this air sign, but Taurus is earth. But our heart chakra is air. Um, so being the goddess of love and like, you know, one of the only like women, goddess, feminine planets, however you want to, whichever way you want to spin it. Um, your heart chakra, 14 to 18 years old. Let's talk about polarity. So for every love, there is hate. For every high, there is a low, the yin, the yang. So our heart chakra is not only love, but also grief, not only joy, but also like abandonment. So from the ages of 14 to 18 is where our heart chakra is mostly developed. So this is where, ew, like 14 to 18 is high school, okay? This is where we're like, I love it, I hate it. I love it, I hate it. Like, uh, first relationship, uh, broke up, hate him. Like, this is what like sets the tone, especially with puberty, like low key, we're supposed to be having sex. So I know like 18, whatever, get married, have sex, premarital sex. But 14 to 18 is hormonally when our bodies are like, yo, go get it in, rub one oh, out. We got it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it in. I was. Oh, oh we got it in. We let our whole weeks ride. That's probably why our heart chakras are all fucking clogged. <laughs> I know. Mine was open, girl. Mine was open. Um, but that 14 to 18 is really setting the tone for the rest of our life of how we view relationships. But let me, let, let me, let me just break this down. Career was not always a thing. Venus is the planet of love, money, career, and relationships. Career just translates to passion into profit, which is something that keeps us safe and secure. Libra, Kim Kardashian, she gonna get her bag, okay? 
Taurus with the earth sign is more so like the food and the shelter. Whereas Libra, if you know them, they're like the flashy, I secured the bag, like real Prada bag, okay? So with this energy, which a lot of us have a fucked up heart chakra is whether it's open or blocked or imbalanced, is the relationship we saw first, which was our parents or our caregivers. Uh Yeah. 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 Thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. Didn't we talk about daddy issues last one? (laughs) So even money mindset, this is like when you're like, oh shit, my parents either or whoever took care of us either do have money or they don't. And that translates to I'm so broke. That's too expensive. So I remember the first time I read a, uh, a money mindset book and you can like knowledge is great, but like applied knowledge is where the power is. And I was trying to apply that knowledge so hard. And like, I had a fucking mental breakdown. I'm like, you didn't have to like steal money from the Girl Scout cookie money and then repay the Girl Scouts. Like we didn't have money for groceries. Like we didn't have money for anything. We got to the checkout, our card declined, like no groceries. So then when I was like, oh my God, Troy, don't go buy coffee. Cause we're going to go broke and I'm pregnant. And Troy's like, I, <laughs> that's your problem. Like I don't have that problem. <laughs> so the money mindset is also like scarcity of like love like if like someone's going to like leave us and abandon us whether it was our parents or you know a teacher that didn't follow through with something 14 to 18 is just this weird fucking place which polarity and we already talked about the yeah, lower right. three and the upper three are next but the heart which is your center the fourth one of the seven so when your heart is fucked up low-key the rest of you is kind of fucked up So, eh, I mean, I don't know if you have anything to add, but my Venus is in cancer. So the way I love is by nurturing people. And yeah, that's kind of a thing. I have a a really good question for this that kind of goes with like government and society. Do you think that a lot of people in our age and below have seen struggles through their parents? Because We kind of went from like our parents, parents or our grandparents were traditional, you know, both parents in the household to Gen X that kind of broke apart that there was a lot of single motherhood and which I think in turn can create money problems that we've seen, which kind of in turn lets these people want the government to give them a handout and to feel like they are secure through more government control or communism or socialism to where they feel as if they need the government or a higher power to control their money and their income to feel safe. Do you think that can all tie into one? Um, Yeah, definitely. Because I have known people who have said like, once they make a certain tax bracket or they fit that, that they're going to change from Democrat to Republican. And at first I didn't get it. Um, Because when I was in college, it's kind of just like what appeals to you, just like who's going to take care of you, whether it's, as women, as a man, or, you know, if you want to go the traditional route or your mom or your dad. And if you have that lack of love, if the, if there's a politician on TV saying, Hey, this is what I'm going to offer you. That's going to translate to either money, profit or love. And when I was like, I don't know, I've never really been into politics, but when I was in college and I was on birth control, I was like, you're, you bet your ass I'm a Democrat because I need student loans and I need free birth control. So it, it, whatever appeals to the masses is really they're going for the heart chakra, which guess what? The heart chakra is green, AKA money. So anything that has to do with money, anything that has to do with love, 
the green light means go, they're going to be like, let's fucking get it. Okay. So yeah, it definitely has yeah. something to call that. Yeah. And I feel like that, I feel like that appeals to millennials and Gen Z more so than the older generation because of the shift in culture and differences and just mindset overall. So that is really interesting. It says that Venus is going to enter Pisces on the, on the 25th this year <clears throat> of, of this month. So if Venus goes into Pisces, oh, wait, hey, that's me. <laughs> I just realized Your Venus that. Is in Pisces? Yeah, my Venus is in Pisces. Isn't that fucking hilarious? Mine's in Leo. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about you, baby. Yep. It's and I'm intense. I'm intense always. Sentimental and dreamy and gentle. I wonder if that means we're going to get our fucking stimulus. <laughs> I know, right? It's 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 definitely a thing when you start looking at abundance and it's it's just crazy because I've gone from no money and no love and collecting crumbs and thinking that was okay to having more love than I know what to do with and more money than I know what to do with. And so being on both sides, it really is like this mindset, but if you want to talk about if you want to talk about your brains, you have your gut brain, you have your real brain, you have all, you know, the three different brains, okay? So when you start to feed, it's whatever lion you're feeding and how you feed it. Like, okay, we're broke then the universe or source connection is like bet let me give you more of that do you have do you have any advice for people to pull themselves out of that because like you've gone from both sides of the spectrum and you've had to pull yourself from where you were that was all internal work and i mean you had to fix yourself before you were in this position but um like, what could you tell people and how to even start and begin and not have to rely on people, whether it be a lover, a friend, the government, because all of this hurt and inadequacy kind of reflects as how we move forward as a society, in my opinion. If we were all go-getters like you, I feel like society in general would be a lot different than we are seeing now. Yeah, um, definitely. That's why like, I don't really follow politics like that, because I'm more so like trying to lead the collective who are trying to figure out within themselves or like have some type of government inside of themselves. And right, we talk about programming, just like our iPhone. Let's just say that we are all iPhones and what we have to do, we have to turn them off or put them on airplane mode, we have to plug them in and connect to Wi-Fi in order to have the download. But what if that iPhone doesn't have enough space? So you either have to buy more space or you have to delete old shit. So reprogramming or putting a new program on a system, just because I put a new program on my system doesn't mean I know how to fucking use it. So people can listen to this podcast, they can read the books, they can do the things. But until you face the shit within you, which a lot of the programs that I do with people is we start from the bottom up. We start with the root chakra, sacral, solar plexus, get into the heart. And heart week is honestly, I cry every time, even though I've done so much heart work. But I can tell when someone's chakras off just by the way I look at them. So if you see people who sit like this with their shoulders forward, heart is back their heart is so blocked off that they don't even want to like bring it into the world because it's like, you're going to hurt me. So when you see the people who are too proud with their chest up, that heart chakra is open. Does it mean it's balanced? No. So 
when we talk about open versus blocked, we talk about balance versus an imbalance, what all of us have to do to become a happier person is we have to do shadow work, which is the law of polarity is probably my favorite law because for every up, there is a down. So it's not this uh, toxic positivity of like, everything is all great. Like I have my days where I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? Like crying, like screaming, like I feel like shit. And a lot of it is because my old programming. And when you're killing something off, like a parasite within you, it fucking hurts. It fucking sucks. Like, you're like, why would my parents do this? Why would they lie to me? Why, why did society do this? Why did these people bully me? But until you're just like, hey, I'm the only common denominator in all of these fucking situations. And now that I'm an adult, the only person who can change my situation is me. So really the way that I transformed was going inward and I stopped for a while, honestly, you do have to put up boundaries where you don't look at the outside. Like you have to go in no matter what anyone is saying, doing, thinking. And it's really hard. I'm a Gemini. I want that social interaction. I want people to see my story. My Mars is in Leo. Okay. I want everyone to see what the fuck I'm doing, but sometimes that's ugly. And so I have made the commitment, like no matter how ugly it gets, I'm going to share. But the people that are on the other side of that boundary, I have to remember, like, why the fuck I'm doing this? Because healing does not stop. It, and honestly, to open and balance all of your chakras, you have to really become comfortable with the uncomfortable of doing the work. And I know that that's such a, like, catchphrase right now. Like, do the work. I'm doing the work. Do the inner work. Like, it just means not fucking paying attention to the outside work that's happening. So I don't know if that answered answered your question, but um, basically that's how I flipped my mind was I started to like do the download, turn my iPhone off, plug it into a Wi-Fi or source connection, whatever you believe in, and make room for the download by deleting the old program, then taking my time to figure out like, oh, these are new, my new apps, my new widgets, my new how to you know, how to maneuver through those things. We're all just iPhones. Like if you want to say energy can't be created nor destroyed from ashes to ashes, that's why that we're all like just makeup of our ancestors. Even like this little headband, this pen, like everything in this universe has some type of frequency. So we just have to level ourselves the fuck up and stop like thinking of ourselves as this like poor, like, oh, poor iPhone with a crack screen. Go take that fucking crack screen off and put on a new one. Yeah, I feel like our government loves the victim mentality and wants us to all feel helpless, that we can't better ourselves because that's when you can be controlled by those outside influences and you stop looking internal and you completely focus on the outside. And at that point, you're just a puppet. If you don't harbor your own energy and think for yourself and believe in yourself and you look at, oh, woe is me. I can't do anything. My circumstances will never be better than this. That's when I feel like you're at your worst and your lowest and you're open to negative energy, um, influenced in a bad relationship, influenced by the government, pretty much. You're giving up your own soul and yourself as an individual to complete control of outside influence. Yeah. And that's kind of like that kind of ties into the conversation we're having with the Steak for Breakfast podcast uh, the other day with critical race theory. Like it's basically teaching people how to be victims and like you said, it is easier to control people when they fake themselves as a victim and they believe that they don't have control over their lives. It's just like a massive, abusive gaslighting 
relationship and your relationship and that's your relationship with the state you know and these people are like oh let's let's be more communal or let's try to like they're kind of it's kind of like trying to um again (laughs) with the fourth industrial revolution and becoming communal like these people are trying to convince you that you're a victim and that there's still racism i mean there is still racism i'm not denying that but they um they're they're weaponizing that and it's fucking working and we need you know what you just said jess is a good is a good example of how to red pill somebody as being mentally healthy and emotionally stable and being able to be self-aware to your own biases and being able to examine your thoughts while you're having them and being able to actually have these conversations without getting angry with someone. And until then, until people start doing that, we're going to keep slipping into this unevolved, immature, emotionally and mentally stunted populace. And honestly, that's, that's what the elites and that's what the government wants. Yeah, definitely. Um, they're going to pull at your heartstrings and your emotions and um, your moon. I mean, the moon goes in and out of transit. So as we're talking right now, in about 30 minutes, we're about to have a new moon. And even with um, reproductive cycles, full moon is supposed to be like your period or shedding, releasing. And in two weeks from then is usually the ovulation period. So new moon. I get it, you know, with um, with everything in the water, with hormones, with uh, birth control, not everyone has the same cycle. But, you know, before all of that, full moon did sync up with a lot of women bleeding at the same time and releasing. So once we kind of catch on to that and the moon goes in and out of phases every like three days, that's that's crazy. That's like that's fucking crazy, especially because I was just saying like Saturn is about to be here for about two and a half years. So emotions, they're ever changing. And so to resolve cognitive dissonance, we have to take emotions out. Yes, you're allowed to have your emotions, but we have to figure out where they are coming from so that we're able to hear people, see people who are different than us and not be personally attacked. So for the left wing, wing, right wing, for, you know, any people to be up against each other, really, it's just like, how can I make this emotionally unstable group go against this emotionally unstable group? And there is, there is like no in between, like on TV, but when you're doing your own work, you're like, okay, I'm emotionally stable. These are my feelings and emotions. People are allowed to have their own and they don't have to be in agreement with my own. So it's funny that we're kind of like going right into that, into the throat chakra and Mercury, because Mercury is in Aquarius and it's retrograde right now. And there's a lot of planets in Aquarius. So for this whole podcast episode to be talking about Aquarius and for Austin's birthday to be tomorrow, this is a huge thing with Mercury, Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, Moon, and Sun all in Aquarius right now. Like if your baby's born right now, like you're going to have a woke ass baby. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> That's the ultimate baby. That's probably going to be the second coming of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh my God. So for your throat chakra, um, this is, then we kind of get out of the ages and really it's just kind of into speaking your truth versus if you were hushed as a child, like be seen, not heard. And your throat chakra, which is fucking crazy because I'm a Gemini. Gemini and Virgo are both ruled by Mercury. So how does this 
relate into illness and disease. We're talking about hypothyroid, hyperthyroid. I had a hypothyroid for the longest time and they told me I was never going to be able to get off of medication, whatever. I did a bunch of like vegan shit, holistic shit. I don't fucking know. Throat chakra work and I cured it. You put the work in. I did the inner work. Okay. So now I have a balanced and aligned throat chakra. It goes in and out all the time, but I do not have a hypothyroid. So throat and mercury, with mercury being retrograde, which happens about every three, it it happens for three weeks, excuse me, every three to four months. Excuse me. So it depends on what sign that's in. With this mercury retrograde in Aquarius, um, that's like everybody having like a little bit of a, a little bit of taste of like conspiracy theory or like weirdness. And they're like, whoa what the fuck is happening? Because I used to only think like this because speaking isn't just speaking. Your throat chakra isn't just about being heard, like speaking your truth. It's about how we listen to others. So that's a big fucking deal. Do you guys have anything to add to Mercury or retrograde? So when Mercury's in retrograde, is that fighting the the, like silencing and censoring people, by the way? Is that- Um, Yes and no. So that's why it's the planet of communication, travel, and technology. That's why people are like, oh, my computer crashed, or oh my God, my child is eating leaves. Cameron. Um, <laughs> it's fine. So, um, right? We have, um, you know, we have like our Wi Fi going down or our phones or things happening. So, yes, it could be like censorship, but you want to know the crazy fucking thing? If you were born during a retrograde, whatever planet, you're usually at your most heightened state because you are used to the chaos. I was not born during a Mercury retrograde, but if you were, it's like, oh, this is my shit. Maybe I'm used to things being haywire. And so I actually thrive for these three to four weeks, which some people are like, oh my God, my life is ending. And other people are like, should my life be ending? Cause it actually feels really fucking great right now. My Mercury is in Aquarius. <laughs> Mercury is in Aquarius right now and retrograde. So And it's in my fourth house, meaning you're curious about and inclined to analyze how to take care of people and what feels like home. So cool. Um, Yeah, my cancer moon's in my second house. So, Dang, you were meant to be a mom. Yeah. What was I then? I'm just (laughs) kidding. No, really. I'm like, that is my thing. That's why Austin's always like, put the kids in daycare. Do this. I'm like, no. I'm always like, fuck them kids. <laughs> I literally say that about six or seven times a day. Hey, do your kids need to eat? No, fuck them kids. They can make their own goddamn food. I was not made to be a mom, but apparently I'm a fun mom. All my kids' friends think I'm fucking funny and I, I'll I'll take that. Um, but, but anyway, back to the Mercury and Aquarius and being retrograded. So I was listening to the Lotus Eaters today and I guess Google came out with a new policy about uh how they are filtering their web searches and not showing certain pages on their web on their web searches and they're essentially just censoring for the obvious stuff like terrorism or whatever but they casted that net so wide that if you're if they deem your site to incite violence and we've already talked about this on our uh, see you in the uh, Gulag Comrade episode. If they deem your site as inciting violence or as a controversial ideology, aka conservatives, they will ban your site from their Google web search. 
So it's kind of interesting that that's happening right now through uh, Mercury being in retrograde in Aquarius. And then also you have all these, um, you know, we have the impeachment hearing right now. I don't know if you guys, if anyone watched it, but I saw the Dems video of their beautifully edited masterpiece video where they completely censored Trump saying, and then we'll march down to the Capitol in peace. And uh, I can't remember exactly what else, what else did he say? Well, in peace and peaceful and patriotically make your voices heard. Yeah. They edited that part out and they just stuck a, a stuck B roll, uh, video of like people screaming storm the capital or whatever and it's just it's kind of crazy how all that's playing out right now with the censorship and um people trying to use their voice and they're getting either they're getting censored or they're moving to different platforms like gab like gab's really starting to fucking take off rumble's taking off bitch who's taking off they're harnessing the chaos in this retrograde to use these controversial voices that's my <laughs> Jessica, have you ever have you ever looked at Trump's birth chart? Like I'm not even a hardcore Trump supporter or anything. We're kind of like neutral ground here. But I'm curious because like Biden's kind of blah. Like his whole birth chart in general, from what I've seen other people say. Um, but I have never really looked into Trump's. Does it show success? Yeah, I was gonna say. I wonder if it shows success and being I'm looking it up right now. Quote unquote self made. I mean he comes from wealth, but um have you ever looked at it? no i haven't looked at it in detail all i know is that he's a gemini like me which a gemini is a jack of all trades master of none and they're definitely the chameleon so they're gonna be in any role that you put them in and they're going to do their best to like play the part like even for this podcast episode or even for anything it's just kind of like i'm gonna go in with what i have and i'm gonna make the most of it and so for him to be president or for him to be like you know, the salesman that he is, like, he's going to do whatever, wherever, however, he's just going to show up. So the thing about it, though, is being gullible or being able to be a puppet. Like, if someone needs me to be the face of something, you bet your ass I'm just going to fucking show out, depending on where other placements are. But yeah, Gemini's, they're fucking crazy, okay? If you look at serial killers and what they probably are, a lot of them on that list are Gemini's. So um i got it i have his i don't know chart. it depends on how evolved you are yeah I have his what's his uh his moon a sad he's a sag oh what's his rising do you know that's uh, leo, leo. Ascendant. Oh, shit. that makes sense i'm a leo rising <laughs> so he gonna show his ass okay <laughs> and then what's his mars sign leo oh holler <laughs> eh, 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 that's me um what about his pluto sign leo leo (laughs) so he so right there you already know in those placements that he is a leo um fuck cameron um he's a leo stellium so stellium just means three or more placements um of the big the big planets so he can even be deemed as a leo and leos are like the lions the leaders the go first head first that's actually yeah that that's sense. actually kind of wild yeah okay so what's an what do we have another one we already i know um, uranus mercury is sign? aquarius what's his mercury cancer oh okay cancer. so yeah he can he can appeal to um you know the family life or like nurture people with his voice so just like okay so oh my gosh 
<laughs> I have my other baby here now. So my Mercury is in Taurus. Taurus anatomically is the vocal cords. So I'm a Gemini, which is the planet of communication with Mercury, but also my my Mercury sign is Taurus, my vocal cords. So people are always like, oh, you have like a calming voice or like you should have a podcast, you should speak more. That was what I was meant to do. So if you look at his Mercury with his son, with all of those Leo placements, it's like, whoa you were meant to pull at people's heartstrings right and his yeah. he was born on a full moon oh shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> what oh yeah 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 that's kind of wild big fire energy do you guys want to get right do you guys want to get into neptune in the third eye yes sure so, yeah the kids are fine right who mine yeah yours oh yeah Just- one of them's in okay, daycare, cool. the other one didn't want to fucking be in. So now she's watching some Mother Goose Club on my phone. Um, so that Mother Goose Club, I feel it. <laughs> Neptune, like if you if you know Neptune, it's like the the god of the sea. So it's that watery Pisces is ruled by Neptune, which if you know a Pisces, they're singing, they're rapping, they're drawing horses, they're crying, like they're just emotional wreck the weird anime kid yeah and it's like i love that quote (laughs) that weird quote or that quote that's like thank you for the pain i needed it for my art and that my my moon is pisces and pisces is actually the last one so there's 12 zodiacs and it starts with aries ends with pisces so if you think about the 12th child that's born think of if a family had 12 kids they're going to take after all the other 11 they're going to look at the others and be like huh, I really like that shirt. I like the way that person talks. And I like this. They're very like moldable, especially with the water sign. So they're going to be at a young age, like influenced by something and then create art from it. So that Neptune being the third eye, like hella fucking spiritual, like hella fucking, I could do whatever I want. And the only way that that shit is shut down is by society telling them, hey, you're a little bit too artistic. Hey, you're a little bit too flamboyant, you know? So for people that talk about third eye, this is like when they're talking about like, oh, you're you're woke, I'm woke, or third eye open, eyes closed. So I don't know if you guys have any, um, you know, predetermined mo- notions on the third eye, but it's also um, your, uh, if your brain, in your brain, you have your frontal lobe, which is how you think and feel for yourself. So when people go to war or they go to basic training, they learn how to turn off their frontal lobe. You no longer think or feel for yourself. You go to the back of your brain, which is fight or flight. So when people come back from war as a civilian, that's why there's PTSD because they don't know how to think and feel for themselves. They're ready to shoot on sight. They're ready to do what their commander says. So with people who are meditating they're like what the fuck i don't know what to think i don't know what to feel that right there is a calcified pineal gland which is in your brain so thinking and feeling is what pisces do okay so my pisces moon just is like a wrench in my whole fucking chart it's like i'm a boss ass bitch but i cry in the car so (laughs) that's my life um that's interesting i I was going to add to that, like, we just got out of the age of Pisces, and uh, 
I think you said that was like between zero. I think it's like between zero and 2000. So when like the peak of the age of Pisces opening that third eye, that's when the great enlightenment happened in, uh, in France. And the great enlightenment is basically what we as Americans base our constitution, our declaration of independence, a lot of our values off of. And I posted a quote um, from one, from a philosopher from the, uh, from the enlightenment. I'm trying to bring it up real quick. Hold on. Oh, his name was uh, Denis Diderot. I can't say it because I'm not French, but it says all things must be examined, debated, investigated without exception and without regard for anyone's feelings. Mm. And it's kind of interesting that happened through the age of Pisces, where people were starting to not really rely on theology or religion and associating, say, like disasters with God being mad. And when they started actually uh, investigating and using the scientific method. I was just reading about how um, France is apparently offended with all the talk of American values being systematically hateful and racist because we base it off of their enlightenment. So they're like, okay, thanks. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We base it off the literal French Revolution. Like that's kind of where our whole, like John Locke and all that philosophy came from. I'm not like really like hardcore into that. I would enjoy to start learning about it, but I, that's just kind of, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, and most of us in this um, room, actually, their Neptune um, is in the next two, um, Neptune and then Uranus, they're both in Capricorn. Um, so we're all about like being successfully woke, being better than one another with our third eye. Um, if you think about a Capricorn, they're probably working or stressing out over work or money right fucking now. So the fact that our third eye is like, trying to be earth like trying to be grounded we're like no but my third eye is the best third eye no but my spirit my third eye is the best third eye (laughs) it's it's just this weird a weird placement but even getting into the crown chakra which is basically where we started we started with saturn in the root chakra and Aquarius being ruled by both Saturn and Uranus so it's at the bottom and it's at the top so Uranus is actually in my mind the ruler of Aquarius so we get into the crown chakra which is you know your crown is your head your hair your antenna to the spiritual world and Aquarius okay let's just think about all of them and how connected this age of Aquarius is from the inside out and Uranus, all of us in this room, we all have our Uranus and Capricorn. So again, trying to successfully be spiritual, selling spiritual products. This is this is what we do. Um, do you guys have anything? It's exactly what we're doing Boom. right now. Let me tell you how to be spiritual. Um, so Uranus. Uranus is the planet of rebellion and the awakened, like the awakeners so we're meant to wake up and then wake others up with that crown and we're like which i mean i get it especially elites who are like i don't know you want to talk about catholic church you want to talk about christianity um anything that's going to like put you as like a fish in a fishbowl instead of the spirituality of just being in the ocean and being able to swim wherever you want of course they're going to tell you like be that fish in that fishbowl like You don't need to think for yourself. You don't need to have that spiritual enlightenment. Like you need to be able to follow directions. And Uranus and Aquarius is like, excuse me? Like, no. 
I'm going to be able to do what I want, how I want, and think how I want and have that crown chakra just open. I'm trying to find Klaus Schwab's uh, fucking birth chart right now. <laughs> oh, God. I know. I'm kind of curious what this fucking psychopath. He's the guy who's leading the Great Reset and um, pretty much trying to push forward and the whole new normal and all those kind of buzzwords we've been hearing for the last year. So depending, I mean, I kind of know how you feel about COVID a little bit. So do you feel as if there is a bigger narrative being pushed throughout all this COVID stuff and new normal and masking and do you feel that it's actually for our benefit or for a sense of control, Jess? Um, I definitely think it's like, you know, with population control and um, us not thinking for ourselves, it's easier for all of us to just be put in boxes. And then of those 11 elitist boxes for us to be controlled and pegged up against each other. So we don't figure out that really it's not like us versus us, but us versus them. So, yeah, it's a huge narrative. And I mean, with QAnon, with fall of cabal, with conspiracy theorists, with left and right, it's really just a pandemic, whichever way you play it, whichever year, whichever election, whichever, um, I don't know, whatever disease they're going to put out or vaccine or whatever. It's, it's all a part of a big, a big... <laughs> Oh my God, a big plan. Um, so the plan, it's just kind of like, do you know how to think and feel for yourself through the plan of it all? And if you don't, you're just going to go with, with that bus. Like, oh, train is taking off. Do you want to get the vaccine or you don't? Oh, you're against it. Oh, you're fucking a piece of shit. So yeah, exactly what we've been saying. It's about a social, they're trying to make it as if it's a social contract or like a liability that if you choose to do something against the norm and you do something that's in your best interest, you're going against the good of the people and you're just a piece of shit and you don't even deserve to breathe the same air as people, which is kind of going along the lines of the whole censorship. And if you don't think this way, you are wrong or dangerous or a terrorist so, like you said, it's like a big pandemic and a part of a bigger picture. And I want—I think they want to see how far they can push people to follow their narrative. Just like double masking now. At what point is it going to go from mask, vaccine, to you can't think or say or feel these things? No, yeah, definitely. Especially the mask or even like anything, the, the vaccine or they're not telling you in the news to like take vitamin C or like, you know, like exercise, get sunlight. Of course, it's going to be like mask, cover your face and not think for yourself, do what we say, because guess what? There's going to be two sides. There's going to be the people who are going to rebel Aquarius and then Saturn structure. There are going to be people who go with the narrative. And then those two people are against each other. Then it's like, Oh, you fucking masker. Oh, you fucking anti-master instead of being like hold on who fucking said any of this shit in the first place them but they don't when you have a calcified pineal gland you don't even look at that you're just like oh the news told me to do this and i did this and the person next to me isn't doing what they said to do it's like the person in class like hey can you just shut up so we can all have recess like hey can you just do what the teacher said instead of being the aquarius in the room that's like <laughs> why did they even tell us to do this shit in the first place can you wake up and I mean, I'm not going to say that 
you know, illness isn't real because it is. But if you talk about illness and dis-ease, it's because of stuff that's already there, making it worse or better for anybody who has the actual illness or disease. So that's a huge, that's a fucking, another fucking rabbit hole we could go down. Oh yeah. That's a whole conversation about talking about how obesity is actually the kill that the true killer. And it's not really COVID. The people who are dying are obese and have all these underlying health issues like diabetic. And these are all preventable, reversible diseases, but people are just people. You know what I mean? But I got it. I got his fucking, uh, I got his birth. I got Klaus Schwab's birth chart up. Who read that? I just want to know who read his birth chart and put it on the internet for us. Uh, well, I mean, it's really easy to look up his birthday. I don't know. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to mute myself. Okay. So I have his birth chart. I looked it up. Uh, he's a Pisces moon. So that fucking makes so much sense. And this is what it says about the moon. Oh, where is it at? It says that he's not based in reality. Uh, his, uh, I guess, here's a short description. Imaginative, sharp insights. He's impressionable with an abundant imagination, gentle, warm, humorous, and artistic. Which, if you actually watch him on uh, when he does his uh, seminars on their World ne- Economic Forum uh, YouTube channel, that's kind of how he comes off. Here's the potential issues. Troubles caused by too much sentimentality, worries, problems, unhealthy imagination, escapism, and nervousness. Like it kind of like ties into this whole like um, fourth industrial revolution and what he's trying to push. It sounds so utopian and just not based in reality whatsoever. Uh, and then for his Mercury is an Aries. So I don't know. What do you think about that? His Lilith is in Mercury too. So Mercury is how you speak and Aries is like, mm. I'm right. It's like the Ram. Um, it's a fire energy, but it's also like, I go first. Like it's like the first child born. How you like, got me wanting to look up Bill Gates. You're, you're a leader, but like what I say goes, what I say is fucking right. Speaking of which, it says he can be very incisive and aggressive with his opinions. He has a tendency towards fat, uh, fantasism and often want to impose his ideas on others, sometimes in a subtle manner and sometimes more imperatively. He is drawn to mysteries or investigations. There can be mental fixations or obsessiveness. It would be wise to think things over before speaking to respect the weakness of others. That's fucking crazy. Like, that's that's pretty hyper-specific to what he's trying to do with the fourth industrial evolution. Uh, revolution and with the great reset that's fucking <laughs> this is some crazy shit I know. <laughs> I know, like, scary. yeah just kind of a little anecdote on that one so i remember doing my birth chart and it i can't remember exactly what placement it was but it was telling me that i am a, i have a spiritual connection with cooking and that that would be that that's my love my true passion and i was like holy shit that if I mean, if people are following my Instagram, I'm always cooking and I have a borderline obsession with Mexican food. Like it's a whole spiritual thing for me. Um, but anyway, here's his, his Mars is in Taurus. And this is where we were talking about um, our last episode about cultural Marxism and with the Fabian society and how their logo is the tortoise because they were playing, they're playing the long game with some, with uh, breaking down America here. And here's his fucking horoscope. 
slow and steady wins the race could easily be a motto for Mars and Taurus. These goal oriented people are not known for their speed, but their staying power is tremendous. A little backup on this a little history on this one. They also tried doing the great reset back in the 08 crash, but it never happened. So slow and steady. Genuinely calm and easygoing people, Mars and Taurus natives can have powerful tempers when they're overly provoked. They generally don't fly off the handle as quickly as others, however, unless Aries is prominent in their chart. Mars is Tor- Mars and Taurus people value strength and stability. They are driven by security and a special fondness for personal possessions, which is ironic because he wants to do a whole communism thing, but he's also an elite, so he has a lot of personal possessions. Most are not afraid to work for what they want, and there's an overall patience to this position of Mars. If it takes a few years to achieve their goals, then so be it. People born under a Mars and Taurus are often rather central, central people. Some are slow to arousal, but theirs is an earthy and powerful uh, sens- sensuality. That's fucking crazy. You should totally go look up Bill Gates fucking thing. We could go on for hours about this and we're almost at the two hour mark. So we're probably going to have to wrap it up in a little bit. But. Well, Bill Bill Gates is a Scorpio. Oh, that fucking makes sense. The fuck? I know with an Aries moon and a cancer rising. So he tries to come off sweet and sentimental and all. He's a fucking. Yo. And he's a fucking psychopath, literally. <laughs> like that's wild. It's wild as fuck when you see birth charts and like what they actually. It's kind of like this like recipe for someone and seeing like who's in what position and doing what, and then it all just makes sense. Like, oh, you were meant to do that your whole life, or like it's no wonder you're doing or saying these things. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, Jasmine. Go ahead. I was going to say the more work we do independently, collectively, we'll be better. Instead of playing the blame game, pitting left versus right or religions against each other. That's why I feel like a lot of this with political parties, religion, like organized religion is all just finger pointing and pretty much like a psyop in a way to keep people focusing on, you know, Things that are not within their control. I mean, there's always good to be spiritual and look towards the future. And if you believe and have faith, that's great. But I feel like the main focus should be on inner work and ourselves and what we can control to collectively build something better for our futures, for our kids. And don't pass down traumas and generational curses that will just keep taking us down in this negative direction as a whole world mm-hmm. well we got through all the chakras and we got through the days of the week we got through the planets and how they align with the chakras and then i mean each individual i mean i was like hella into buddhism for a hot minute and really all it is is like you must attain enlightenment yourself and then help others around you attain their own enlightenment and it looks so different for each person like without judgment but when one person becomes happy, it's like your whole household can hopefully become happy. And then it's like the neighborhood and the community, the city, state, um, country, continent, whatever. But it starts with like one person, like that one, that one match lighting. Like we all just have to like focus on ourselves. And I tell my kids this all the time, like stay in your lane. Like you just need to stay in your lane and stop getting over into like, well, they did this and they did this. And I'm like, no, what did you do? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Because it isn't about anybody else, really. I mean, yeah, there's some fucked up shit going on and the people around us doing fucked up shit. But 
it's really just up to us to do that inner work or like you know oh i'm healing like we all just have to focus on ourselves and then we would have a better world yeah and i remember jess jess and i were talking uh actually when we were planning this show out uh remember when i was telling mm-hmm. you about that uh youtube video about the kgb defective uh that KGB agent that uh, defected and he was talking about how the KGB would send uh, these prominent Americans over to like India to go on these like spiritual retreats. And um, basically they would like, it's like this whole conspiracy about how they were using spirituality to dumb Americans down. I think this would, that's a really good, uh, this should be another episode that we do maybe in like the next month or two where we talk about that whole thing with Yuri and the KGB and essentially making people too worried about themselves and kind of talking about how we can stick in, uh, what did you call it? The middle earth? Is that, um, is that what you were calling Yeah, so like I'm a, I'm a middle earth worker. So there has to be like both. Like you can't just be of this world or of the spiritual world, because that's where we get into either toxic positivity or like the, just the toxic ass person who's negative as shit, like the human experience. But we're like a human going through a, or a spiritual person going through a human experience or the opposite, but yeah, middle world worker. Yeah. We, we should get together again and do this. I had, I had a ton of fun on this one. It was fucking really entertaining and interesting to go through this, but let's get together in a month or so, probably at the end of March. And we could talk about, uh, the KGB and Soviet Russia and the commies trying to basically yeah. subvert an entire spirituality movement and fuck that up too. And how, <laughs> and how we could, uh, you know, and all your tips and tricks on how to be a middle world worker and how to balance that out. So you can still be sane and healthy and battle the commies. <laughs> Yeah, this has been really fun. Literally, we're almost at the two hour mark. And I feel like we could talk about this for days. I know we're gonna have to do uh, just like a bonus episode of uh, just going through people's uh, go through fucking globalist birth charts and bragging <laughs> on them. <laughs> so anyway, I think we're gonna wrap it up now. The babies are crying. I'm sure Jasmine's baby's crying. Jess's babies are calm as fuck. Jasmine. I know. I'm like. It would be destroying everything. Jasmine, take notes. I don't got my kids. Fuck my kids. They're in daycare <laughs> and school. So anyway, I think we're going to wrap this one up. Jess, thank you for coming on. You want to shout out your handles again? Yeah. Your social media? So business page at selfsoulspiritualselfsoulspiritual.com. You can find my podcast, Daily Digest, D-I-J-E-S-S-T, or I'm Jessica Ness on like everything, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, but mostly Instagram, J-E-S-S-I-C-A-N-E-S-S. So the three S's do stand for self, soul, spiritual. And that's it. Dope. Hey, thanks, Jess. Anyway, we're going to wrap it up. My name is Austin. And I'm Jasmine. And this is Russian Disinformation. Bye. Bye.